0: You're listening to Colm Radio and this is Red Button.
1: the sun, wine for the woman who made the rain come, seagulls sing your hearts away, as wild sinners sin, the children play, oh Lord, how they play.
2: You search the loamy earth for me, climb through the briar and bramble, I'll be your treasure. I felt the touch of the kings and the breath of the wind I knew the call of all the songbirds, they sang all the wrong words I'm waiting for you I'm waiting for you Mmm to swim through the briny sea for me crawl along the ocean's floor I'll be your treasure I'm with the ghosts of the men who can never sing again there's a place follow me where love lost at sea Is waiting for you, is waiting for you. Mm.
3: Are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we'll begin.
0: So welcome everybody to Box 39 Red Button, the later evening conversation show live here from Colm Radio on 106.6 FM. My name's Bill Lawrence, and tonight I'm with Mike Harwood. Hello, Mike. Hello. Good evening all. And it's very nice to have you here. And we're not in our usual studio. Instead of being in Studio 1 on the fourth floor, we're actually in Studio 4 on the first floor because that's where they've stored all the sacks and sacks of mail that we've received over the last year for Red Button. And our idea of the show tonight is to actually go through those mailbags. So we've had to come down, uh, down here. To uh, Studio Four on the first floor. What do you think of this studio, Mike?
4: I think it's fantastic. But uh, the, the mailman uh, was a male woman. Said that uh, there's no way they're going to take the, the sacks upstairs to the fourth floor. There's just so many and so much, so much in there.
0: Well, before we delve into our bulging sack, uh, we just have to say this is uh, we've had fifty shows. It is time to do a mailbag audit, isn't it? Because some yeah. of these, you know, have just been in here for, and there's a bit of dust on them. They've been here for so long. Yeah. Um but. One we've got here, the first one I've plunged my hand in, fairly randomly picked it out, yeah. is, is uh, it? from Rene Horn. I think that's how you say that, Rene. Yeah. Rene Horn, and he's from Upper Stanway.
4: Not Lower Stanway. No, no, no. no.
0: Yeah. He's very clear on that because the upper has been underlined with a red pen. Wow. Yeah. Diligent. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he says. Um, I'd like very much you to play uh, the music from the Detectorists TV show. Well, we've just done that. We've, yeah. You know, uh, we, we've actually done a little bit of planning on this show, Mike, haven't we? Well, and fantastic. People think we don't do any is. planning, wouldn't they? Yeah,
4: that's yeah. yeah.
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> what a show that is. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, this is the music from the Detectorists. That's right. That's by Johnny Flynn. <laughs> and before that was Tea for the Tillerman by Cat Stevens. Yeah. And Renee Horn says, uh, do you know, uh, I love that show, the Detectorists. It's yeah. got Mackenzie Crook, he says. Yeah. Yeah. and he says uh, who's your favourite Wurzel Gummidge is it Mackenzie Crook or John Patouille
4: wow wow uh- I'll go for Mackenzie. I think. I think yeah. John Petwee had his time. You know, yeah. distinctive voice. But I, uh,
0: I do like that uh, that pro uh, that programme, The Detectorists. Uh, oh yeah,
4: wasn't it filmed in uh, Framlingham?
0: It was. What a beautiful place, Framlingham. Yeah, yeah.
4: I was uh,
0: there recently. Yeah. There's, a, there's a, a, a castle there, isn't there? Big castle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a nice little pub at the bottom of the castle.
4: One of the queens was there. Um, Queen Mary, I think. Um, I could be corrected on that. And I think she had something like. It was either thirteen thousand or thirty thousand um, uh, people in her uh, uh, retinue? Retinue, the right word? Yes. Yeah.
0: Thirteen
4: thousand yeah. people. Couldn't believe it. Saw it on the uh, on the history boards in and Had to read it twice. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, I, uh,
0: what could you do with thirteen thousand people?
4: Yeah. I mean, we you know we run the show just with two.
0: <laughs> yeah. A, so, I mean, Cold Radio is just us here, isn't there? This yeah. time of night, Absolutely. everyone's gone home. And oh, Fram- Framlingham is a nice place, isn't it? Have you been to the Sue Ryder shop there? Uh,
4: it was closed, but I would have gone because they have good quality stuff there.
0: And yeah, they very they do, and a very famous person works there, Ed Sheeran. Are you serious? Yeah, he works there on a Friday. Really? Yeah, from from ten till two.
4: Will he still be doing that? Now he's putting all his uh, money into Ipswich Football Club.
0: Well, he said he's you know it's Ipswich Football Club and Sue Ryder for him. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And he said he's not going to dig up the past. No. He said he'll leave that to archaeologists. Well, he's,
4: well, he's going to be a busy boy, isn't he? Busy man with yeah, his uh, yeah. sponsorship. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of archaeology goes on around uh, Framingham and Suffolk, isn't there?
4: Yeah. As there is in um, Colchester, of course. And uh, yes. the Roman circus. I mean... It's great, is the... It? Uh, Uh, the starting blocks and there's the uh, museum now which is well stocked with uh, all kinds of interesting facts about the past and what I didn't realise the size of it was like from uh, from uh, upper Butt Road all the way to, it's your, to where outside, I live, outside your house. <laughs> yes,
0: it does yeah. pass my house. It's
4: incredible. The <laughs> yeah. distance. I mean, when you see it on the, uh, yeah. just, they had a wonderful display yeah. there.
0: But of course, they ran along it on horseback. So I mean, they yeah. they they could get down that distance, yeah.
4: not they? Yeah, well, they wouldn't. They could probably couldn't as run well as you do when you do your training in the morning <laughs> around the area. But uh,
0: yeah, well, I was doing hill runs this morning. Oh, Mike. wow. Yeah, where's the hill? With uh, Steve, my, our, our mutual friend Steve. We yeah, ran right. up the hill on uh, on Abbey Fields. Wow. And uh, on, on the little app that we have a look at, it's called, uh, someone has logged that, the little bit we run out, as uh, the hill of horror. Yeah? Yeah, and it certainly was this morning, the hill of horror, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah hard, eh? Have, yeah. You, have you been to, uh, uh, talking of digging up the past, there was, a, there was a great film on Netflix this year, or last year, called The Dig. Did you watch that?
4: Uh, I th- yeah, the rail finds. Yeah, it's yeah. all about
0: Sutton yeah. Hoo. Have yeah. you been to Sutton Hoo?
4: Yeah, yeah, because um, I went. Uh, I went with uh, a partner, Sally, years ago, and my daughter, who was uh, quite uh, quite young. Yeah. and um, we we were getting all excited about it. You know, taken across from uh, uh, where is it from um, Woodbridge in yeah. a boat, yeah. and uh, and then we were there looking at the uh, the raised area where the the ship was, and. Um, but uh, Joe, our daughter said, this is very boring, because <laughs> uh, it was before the uh, before the museum and before any of the history where and yeah. uh, what happens it was just like a, just like a mound yeah. <laughs> we, we built it up, and uh, there
0: is a similar similar sense of disappointment from a lot of visitors to sudden who actually yeah, and they just go, but you can 't see anything it 's just a few lumps and bumps in the ground yeah.
4: but in the film of course they uh, Got behind the surface, didn't they? About the the, uh, the struggles with uh, yeah. the landowner and uh, yeah. the personalities. It was a good, interesting yeah, film. It was a yeah. great film. Very good film.
0: Well, okay. Well, look, uh, that's uh, this. That's Sutton Hoo, which is Suffolk, covered in humps and bumps, yeah. and this is England, covered in snow.
3: So smart then, in your jacket and coat. My softest red scarf was warming your throat. Winter was on us, at the end of my nose, and I never loving England more. But a friend of mine says it's good to hear That you believe in love, even if set in fear Well, I'll hold you there, brother, and sit just straight I only believe true love is frail and willing to break I will come back here Bring me back when I'm old I want you late Forever in the cold I might be cold, But I'm just skin and bones And I never love him I wrote my name in your book Only God knows why And I bet you that he cracked a smile And I'm clearing all the crap out of my room Trying desperately to figure out what it is that makes me blue And I wrote an epic letter to you And it's 22 pages front and back But it's too good to be used And I tried to be a girl who likes to too good for that there's a mind under this hat and i called them all and told them i've got to move i'm out uh, it's, it's too hard, hard. i'm too on hard. my own it's, it's too hard, hard.
5: Best that I've got, and I'm so worried about whether I should go on or whether I should just stop.
0: Well, I think it's probably best that he did stop at that point, don't you yeah, think, Mike?
4: Absolutely. I was hoping he'd stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is uh, Box 39 Red Button, and I'm here with Mike Harwood. I'm Bill Lawrence, yeah. and uh, it's time to uh, Open our mailbag, which is the mail's been collecting here in in our new studio. We've not used this studio before; it's a very, very rarely used studio. Studio four on the first floor. I've just noticed over in the corner there some old VHS tapes that must have been put here years ago, Mike. Yeah. And uh, on the front they've got them labelled, and uh, it's got uh, uh, opening of Ian Talentire's Hairpiece Shop.
4: And unfortunately, we don't have a we don't have a VHS player, so we can't uh, we can't, can't play. see it.
0: But that must be some see. time. He's been yeah. wearing a hairpiece for decades, isn't he? No, thirty years ago was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's another one over there,
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, and that is the uh, opening first night of uh, Corn Radio. Wow, that's 1956. 1956. Yeah, good old wonderful. Well, look, we uh, we got a we got a. Uh, um a um, letter I've almost forgotten what these things are called we so yeah. rare that we use them isn't it
4: yeah, you put put as a white thing with a triangle <laughs> on the back and you you stick it down and then you open it up and, and you pull something out Magic. it's got a picture Magic. of a queen on it as well yeah yeah wow. in the corner top right you see yeah
0: yeah and this is from Royston Calder of Wivenhoe
4: yeah.
0: uh well I remember when Royston Calder he was a regular contributor to the show yeah. many years ago and so delighted to hear. I hope you, you're still listening to us, Royston.
4: Yeah. It's interesting. He still, you know, he sent a letter
0: here.
4: Yeah. To Radio, even though he lives, you know, somewhere in Essex.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. I could actually throw the letter from his house to here, yeah, to be honest. Exactly. But it's charming. That I didn't he's want to give
4: that. away where he lived, you <laughs> see. So, yeah.
0: Anyway, Royston says uh, Is England in the snow the best or the worst place to be?
4: Well, I think life is full of contradictions, and I would say both, yeah. because uh, I was 100 in 1940, I was 10 in 1947, <laughs> and in Cowplain, a small village outside uh, Portsmouth, I can remember waking up to uh, snow as uh-huh. high as the hedge, like about four foot. Right across the road wow and uh, the fun that we had as uh, children I mean the yeah. parents weren't quite so happy when uh, they had to get <laughs> the car out uh, but it was fantastic and we just don't get snow like that anymore
0: no well uh, uh, again as a parent I probably would say thank goodness for that
4: yeah but well, get the children out of the house and keep them keep yeah. occupied snow is for children isn't it yeah, it is yeah. yeah
0: it's not it's not conducive. To normal life continuing in this country where we can't handle snow.
4: Uh, except that, um, in I was in San Francisco uh, right. in the nineteen sixties. Yeah, and uh, it snowed for the first time in uh, in San Francisco, and I was working Pan American. I looked out and. Businessmen in suits put because they, they'd never seen it before. Right. They put down their uh, their suitcases, probably got to work late, and they were snowballing each other across <laughs> the Union Square and having a great time. You know, it, it can bring back the child in uh, in, uh, in the adults. You see.
0: So you've been to Australia as well. Did you ever? Were you ever at Christmas time for uh, Christmas on the beach? Australia. In yeah. fact, I was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. was that like? It was
4: um, bizarre because. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just so unusual, but uh, yeah. I, I, can't, uh, I can't say that I didn't enjoy it, having a swim on Christmas
0: Day. No, I, Beach. I find the snow also, there's not enough sunlight. I like the old sunlight.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: On the back of the neck, vitamin yeah. D or E, yeah. whatever one it is. Yeah,
4: well, that's the thing about English weather, because it's um, often so bad. When, it, when you do get that on the back of the neck, it's fantastic. It's, 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 it can be about contrast. Then you appreciate that. How about that for the cliché of the evening? Do I get the prize for the cliché of the evening?
0: <laughs> you do. <laughs> so uh, in the midwinter then, yeah. and the snow's coming down, uh, where's the best place to be for you, Mike?
4: In midwinter, the best place to be is uh, somewhere else, like uh, um, south of France. Still a bit warm there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, um, oh, top of my head, uh, Braintree. Because you can always find <laughs> something you know, interesting, brain tree, whatever the weather.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, midwinter for me, I think deep here in Studio 4 on the first floor, yeah. with all the warmth coming from our listeners from their letters yeah
4: well those i'm, I'm surprised there's so many and this uh, they're so full of energy i'm surprised that the uh, the mailbags hasn't haven't burst into
0: flames <laughs> well if we're gonna say it, life's full of contrasts what about the midsummer mike where do you want to be in the midsummer
4: Oh, well, um
0: midsummer still braintree oh. uh
4: nothing adventure towards the coast um yeah jaywick is good um nice I mean, people under- or underestimate Jaywick, and there was quite a lot, a lot of money, the same company that built uh, the uh, multi-billion pound lagoons in um, in uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh,
0: Dubai, I'm around there.
4: Yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. Just, just seeing, making sure you're listening there, to, check, <laughs> to correct me there, thank you. Uh, that they actually built the uh, the beach and the, uh, the uh, sea... Uh, um, blockades and jaywick's so, i mean it's, not, it's not an underrated place jaywick
0: it is and generally the people there are happy yeah and uh, i used to go there as a little kid 50 60 years ago for my uh, little summer holidays with my parents mm-hmm. sit on the beach there yeah and uh no i think uh, it's a very nice to introduce that moment of positivity sitting here surrounded by these wonderful letters
4: yeah.
0: uh, and uh, you know we, we, just in case we become too positive mike yeah let's hear from leonard cohen Larry Cohen,
4: yes, please.
6: Suzanne takes you down To her place near the river You can hear the boats go by You can spend the night beside her And you know that she's half crazy Suzanne takes your hand, and she leads you to the river. She is wearing rags and feathers from Salvation Army counters, and the sun pours down like honey.
0: Bill's Big Bag of Onions, a lovingly cultivated row of brand new onions, written and boiled exclusively for Colm Radio, and then interspersed with undeservedly unfamiliar music. If you want to grow an onion and give it to us, just get in touch, either with Colm Radio or via the Bill's Big Bag of Onions Facebook page. Remember, these microfictions must be exactly 100 words long, not including the title. So join us on a Tuesday or a Sunday evening on the radio or at any time through our podcast for the next edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions.
7: to read this you're listening to red button on colm
0: you're listening to red button on colm radio indeed you are and a rare treat on colm radio we're in studio four on the first floor with me bill lawrence and mike harwood and we are answering listeners questions or trying to and we've come here down here to do an audit of the red button mailbag, and that record was chosen by Donna from Norwich. Yeah, uh, it's some great music being chosen tonight.
4: Yeah, Mike. yeah, it's quite um quite moody, original. And, it is, uh, isn't it?
0: And it yeah. suits this environment of this very different studio. Yeah, and, and in a letter, Donna says, uh, "Love you to play Elvis Costello shipbuilding," and she says, uh, "I'm sitting here in my bath uh, listening to to the show, and uh, I call my bath." Uh, she says, I, I name my bath Jeremy. Jeremy? Jeremy. And she says, why is it that people name boats and ships? Why do they do it? She names her bath, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any idea why, why are boats uh, are boats female? Are they male? In some countries they're male, yeah. in some countries yeah. they're female. Yeah. Yeah. In Germany and France, for example, uh, boats and ships are always male. In in England, Britain, yeah. United Kingdom, they're usually female.
4: Yeah, she, Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure how that works, Donna, but uh, I think Jeremy is a terrific name for your bath. Yeah. Yeah. What's your bath called, Mike?
4: Uh, mine is called um, uh, Candlewick.
0: I think. Is it really? Well, because it's green?
4: I, yeah. It's just, you know, like uh, setting up some candles, uh, oh, four nice. candles. Nice.
0: Uh, four candles. Yeah, four candles.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a glass of wine and um, loud music. Louder the better. Often listen to the uh, great music coming from Box Thirty Nine and um, and Red Button. But there's a plug for our own shows.
0: well, we're setting the mood here, and we hope everyone at home is uh, enjoying the sort of mellowness of uh, of this show. Answering yeah. listeners' questions. Um, Actually, I d- I'm
4: going re- to rename my bath mellow, <laughs> mellow bath. Yeah, I like mellow. It.
0: Yeah. Well, if it was yellow, that would be perfect. Mellow mellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could be somewhere uh, somewhere yellow yeah, like, uh, There is uh, I have to say there are some boats or ships. I'm not really which which I don't particularly like. And they are ones that I see occasionally coming into Harwich and they just seem too big. They make Harwich look like a little toy town because they are enormous. Yeah. You must know the ones I mean, the cruise liners. Yeah. The mighty cruise liners that arrive in Harwich. Yeah. Uh, f- and and uh, half a dozen Massive coaches turn up, take them all off down to Leeds Castle for the day, yeah. whiz them back to Harwich to their cruise line. They are enormous. Yeah, the yeah. biggest cruise liner, cruise liner in the world, recently uh, sailed in, in, into uh, into port in 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 England, didn't it? Absolutely huge. Yeah. I mean, they are just big floating
4: also, hotels, um, aren't they? Exactly, and the uh, number of uh, people on them is thousands, isn't it? I wouldn't want to be on a boat with thousands of people. But we saw one in um, in the main square in Venice. Yeah, and there was a palace and all the beautiful buildings, and then suddenly this giant uh, object of a, a, a huge cruise line it just kind of appeared. And uh, apparently they were banned for quite a while because of the. Uh, knock-on effect of uh, damage they're doing, and now they can go back in. There's quite a rebellion again in Venice, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I sort of understand why people want to spend a week or two weeks or a month or whatever Mm. it is by the sea, because there is this idea, and I feel this, that water is somehow... It's an important part of the human soul, isn't it, Mike?
4: It certainly is. And uh, it's just sort of... uh, What is it? Maybe it's a bit like uh, being in a wood or with nature, that it's... um, Apparently, uh, it can trigger something of the endorphins or something yeah, in yeah. the brain that are very uh, good for us, very positive. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's. I think I mean I'm going to get very deep here, Mike, but I feel I can get deep with you here in Studio yeah. Four on the first floor. Unlike I think.
4: being on the high floor because uh, you know, yeah. so the view is so great up there, we get
0: distracted. <laughs> we do, yeah. But I feel that there is actually. Uh, built into our DNAs, you see, for many, many more millions of years, uh, we were f- water born fish-type creatures, much more than land-based. So, you know, our, our DNA has been more water-based than land-based.
4: Well, that's true. I can appreciate it from a distance, but I can remember being on holiday with my parents when I was small, and we were going out uh, for pleasure from Megavissi. Yeah. and uh, he said, well, it'll be the last one out, there's a storm coming, and you couldn't see over the top of the, uh, the, the waves. And I'm uh, not sure I was sick, but I was certainly disturbed, and um, I was, didn't feel like fishing and after afterwards, but I'm not really, although I was born near Portsmouth, I'm not really a sea person unless it's totally calm and smooth. Yeah. Because, uh, and also, it can be very boring. And uh, I took a, a boat once, a boat, a liner, the Oleander, from uh, uh, from Australia, from Sydney to Honolulu. And we had a four-hour stopover in uh, Auckland. It yeah. was raining. It looked very drab. <laughs> and I, I, I was walking around on my own, and I saw Gone with the Wind. <laughs> So I had a four-hour stopover, and I spent three hours, 50 minutes, and gone with the wind. But, and then uh, I thought, I don't want to be on a liner again, because you're caught with the people you're with. And, uh, yeah. And people like it, though. It's still going well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Liner, Seaside holidays are very popular as well. Seaside's good, yeah. Uh, yeah. Houseboats, people live, like to live on a houseboat. Yeah. Would you like to live on a houseboat, Mike? Uh, if it
4: was on shore, or close to shore, Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, what would you call your houseboat?
4: Uh, well, I'd there call we it uh, adventure. Yeah. Where you're not going to go anywhere, but you can travel internally because you're on a boat.
0: Yeah. I'd, I'd call my houseboat, I'd put a big sign up on my houseboat, and it'd be, stops looking through my windows. <laughs>
4: <laughs> because they're very close to a path. Yeah.
0: Everyone and, uh, that uh, walks down yeah. a towpath, what do they do? They uh, mean, look through your windows.
4: But... Um, you know, given the previous uh, program about dreams, I think I might call my houseboat um, Vasco de Gama or Columbus oh, nice. or... or uh, Magellan? Magic Magic, Ellen.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Mage- Magellan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, they were great, weren't they? Explorers. Well, courageous men.
4: They didn't know where they were going. They had no <laughs> sat-labs, did they?
0: No. Uh, no. They just uh, said, that way, that let's way, go. That let's go, way, yeah. edge of the world. Yeah. See what's there
4: probably fall off because the world is flat yeah. they went what guts they had eh?
0: absolutely well yeah. let's contemplate that and listen to wicked game by london grammar
8: save me but you Strange what desire can make foolish people do And I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you I never dreamed that i lose somebody like you
9: He's on, the on the he's on the train, he's on the train, he's on the train. Simpson socks. I'm on the train. He's 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 on the train. 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 Train.
10: Train. 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 show of Ichi, I was cool and when I finally got sober felt 10 years older but they up there was something to do I'm living out in LA I drive a sports car just to prove I'm a real big baller cause I made a million dollars and I spend it on girls and shoes but you don't wanna be high like me never really knowing why I like The coaster and be all alone And you don't wanna ride the bus like this Never know who to trust like this You don't wanna be stuck up on that stage singing Stuck up on that stage singing Oh, I know a sad souls Sad souls Singer who already blew his shot I get along with old timers Cause my name's a reminder of a pop song People forgot And I can't keep a girl, no home. Cause as soon as the sun comes up I cut them all loose and work's my excuse But the truth is I can't open up Now you don't wanna be high like me Never really knowing why like me You don't ever wanna step off that roller coaster And be all alone And you don't wanna ride the bus like this Never knowing who to trust like this You don't wanna be stuck up on that stage singing. Stuck up on that stage singing. Oh, I know. Or sad songs Sad songs Darling, Oh, I know. Or sad songs
1: Sad songs
0: Well, this is Box 39, Red Button, and I'm Bill Lawrence, and I'm with Mike Harwood, and that was uh, Mike Posner, I took a pill in Ibiza, or Ibiza, yeah. as he says, and before that we heard Wicked Game from London Grammar. We've heard all sorts of wonderful music tonight, because this is our mailbag audit show.
4: It's also uh, after 50 shows as well. It is. And uh, London Grammar i not heard of, or... Uh, Oh, I took the pill in Ibiza. Uh, so uh, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm just appreciating this this programme. It's good.
0: great, isn't it? And I think it's something about we we're not in our usual studio. We're not in Studio right. One with with all its glamour. Yeah. All it's all it's you know it's got all these little uh, nice sofas at the side. It's got a little, yeah. little massage area. It's you know it's got uh, a little bar. We haven't got yeah. anything like that down here, have we?
4: No, it's just as well we're professionals because otherwise we might you know we might just not want to be. We want to be in a regular
0: regular it, studio. Yeah. So we're down here, and the reason we are in Studio Four on the first floor is because that's where all the mail bags are. that have been carted here over the years that we've been doing Red Button. And we're just taking a nice selection. And we've got one here from Robin Ray from Wivenhoe. And hello, Robin, thank you very much for writing uh, in. And for going to all the trouble to go and get a stamp and put it on the, the envelope,
4: um, I'd like just like to say, uh, Robin, that um, your letter could finish up in the British Library because we have had a request for uh, the uh, the mail over the years to be uh, donated to the British uh, British Library.
0: Yeah, 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 and oh, that'd be great. Yeah. and he only wrote a letter, in, and he only wrote in to say, "Is it true that Wivenhoe <laughs> used to be a weekend retreat for London hedonism?" Yeah. back in the 1960s and 70s. Well, I wasn't even born until the 1990s, so yeah. I, I don't know, but Mike, you were, you were in the 1890s, so yeah. so you should know all about that. You've been living in Wivenhoe since before no. the First World War. That's so is right. it true that Wivenhoe used to be a weekend retreat for London hedonism? Uh, it
4: certainly was. I can talk about the 70s and... Um, you had uh, people like uh, George Gale, who lived at Ballast Quay, who was um, set up the Arts Club, uh, which was a famous place when um, pubs had very limited hours. Uh, and that was a great centre for uh, late-night uh, drinking amongst all sorts of Wembleau characters. And um, drawn to that were people like um, Francis Bacon, who used to come out for the weekend. Yeah. And uh, there was a famous case where... Um, he and his um, friend uh, who had an exhibition there had an argument and they were banned from for, for life. But uh, Francis Bacon lived in Queen Street. Um, I mean, he's uh, you know, iconic. Uh, i not saying I particularly like his paintings, although I appreciate his... Uh, I appreciate his quality of his uh, techniques, but um, yeah, he was here. And uh, one morning, I went to the uh, Rose and Crown, uh, and it was quite quite early. I mean, early after midday. And um, there was Kingsley Amos, was uh, the writer uh, friend George Gowley, invited him out. And what was funny was there was uh, a person who, uh, a man who was having a pipe, who was reading the Observer. And uh, I could see that he, the front cover of the uh, the Weekend Review, had Kingsley Amos on it. He looked up, and it was a classic where he kind of just did a double take because there was Kingsley Amos, the uh, famous writer. So uh, it's uh, certainly seen its um, uh, weekend retreaters of the hedonism.
0: Yeah. So and and really, I suppose where we are is also you know it, that those same traditions have carried on exactly where we are because this new building that we're in the uh, the, yeah. the Colm Radio Towers which of course built by Lord David Price Digital Media Enterprises recently yeah. is actually on the site of the old uh, Wivenholm um, sauna massage parlour isn't it?
4: That's right I think it's um, already uh, attracting interest from um, all kinds of uh,
0: Archaeologists Yeah Yeah
4: Yeah because it's um, it's unique. There's only one I like it.
0: Yeah. Well, with that in mind, let's listen to this unique song from Caravan and this is Golf Girl.
7: Standing on a golf course, rest in PVC. I chanced upon a golf girl Selling cups of tea She asked me, did I want one? Asked me with a grin For thruppence you can't buy one Full right to the brim So of course I had to have one In fact I ordered three So I could watch the golf girl Could see she fancied me And later on the golf course After drinking tea, it started raining gold balls. She protected me, and I was.
4: Men sipping from water bottles. Men with bare arms in freezing weather. Men on their knees. Men with tinted football helmets that make... That's the wrong kind of football, isn't it? I thought this was a story about soccer. Sorry. Sorry. That's NFL. I thought that was National Football League, meaning association football but it's not men bending over running jumping flying and flying catching hurling wrestling one another to the ground stuff it's not it's not good it's not uh, it's not soccer sorry so um this is unusable i thought it's always confusing it should be soccer yeah national soccer league nsl yeah major major soccer league msl don't care (laughs)
10: listening to cold radio on 106.6 fm and this is red button
0: indeed red button coming to you from calm radio or perhaps we're on one of your podcast platforms we don't know yeah i'm here with mike hello mike it's been it's been a great show isn't it we've we've done a mailbag audit we have we've taken a, a carefully crafted selection from all these huge mailbags around us,
4: it took us hours and hours, and we've rehearsed the show for days. It's been, been it's worth it. That.
0: Well, look, I've picked the last one that we've got time for, and this is from Daniel Danielson of oh. Lower Stanway,
4: not Higher Stanway.
0: No, no, a
4: Medium Stanway.
0: <laughs> so where's Lower Stanway? There, it's underneath Higher Stanway.
4: Oh, what ask us silly question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he says, uh, "Could you play golf, girl?" By Caravan, which we've just done.
4: Never heard that before. I should be playing that at breakfast for the next week.
0: And it's good, isn't it's good? it? Yeah, I like it. And uh, he says, why are golf and caravans both loathed and loved in equal measure? Uh
4: not equal measure for me.
0: Do you loathe or love them?
4: I don't, no. I'm not particularly keen of either. <laughs> no. No.
0: Well, you haven't played golf then? You're not a golfer? Uh, I did go
4: down to that... Um, golf club in uh, i think it's it might have been in lower stanway near the a12 ah, and Dave. i hired some uh hired some uh, clubs and um got bored i thought How what am you? i doing here yeah but i suppose if it's open air and you with your friends it's okay
0: yeah yeah i'm not a lover of golf either but i yeah. i do like caravans oh yeah why is that bill well i think they're little tiny little homes that you can move from one place to another i mean what a great idea it's a great you idea. What if you stuck
4: behind them in the A fourteen? <laughs> well, you gotta get somewhere.
0: Well, that is the downside. For every great idea, yeah. unfortunately, you know, there's there's a there's a downside to it. For every great caravan there's a little <laughs> little one holding you up. But can you imagine what a wonderful concept. Yeah. That you can take your home and just move it where you want it to be, anywhere in the world. I suppose it's like a spider who uh,
4: can um, have things on its back and go from one yeah. area of your lawn to another.
0: Well, I like this. I like life on the road. Yeah. Uh, one of my favourite books, uh, Mike, is by Laurie Lee, and it's not sided with Rosie, it's the sequel to that one. Oh,
4: fantastic.
0: Uh, which is called As I Walked Out One Midsummer Morning. Uh, you know. Yeah. Just, can you summarise that in a sentence? What's it all about?
4: I'd say it's about... The magic of uh, discovery, and um, it's about being uh, totally um, it's lyrical, it's lyricism. Yeah, it triggers lyricism. And I wish I had it here now, I could quote it, but uh, it's one of my favorite books as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's Laurie Lee's. Autobiography, isn't it? And he—I he, think he's only about eighteen at the start of the story. And he walks from Somerset—is he in Somerset—to yeah, London, to London, and then oh, to the uh, coast. Yeah, London. and then all the way down to Andalusia Yeah, in Spain. Yeah,
4: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, just in time for the Spanish Civil War. Yeah,
4: it's a magical book, and uh, the prose is just incredible. It's yeah. So kind of naturalistic, but alive. Life on the yeah. road, eh? Yeah. Well. Uh, Jack Caraback. Jack Carabak. Uh, <laughs> Jack Caravan. On the road. <laughs> Jack-, <laughs> Jack Caravan, one of my favourite r- writers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's uh it's worth reading. I, Life on the Road by Jack Caravan. (laughs) Recommend it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, last little one here we've got, and this has actually come up on our screens, and it's flashing red, so we know that means it's from uh, the CEO of Lord David Price Digital Media Enterprises that runs this station now. It's from Lord David Price, and he says, uh, Mike, Bill, I want to buy President Putin a short weekend break to thank him for his hospitality. Where do we suggest Uh, ah (laughs) jaywick well there's a possibility there i would say how about hotel california
11: She's can find it here I'm my stephan interested She got a massive dispense She got a lot of pretty pretty boys She got friends. friend How they dance in the courtyard Sweet summer switch
3: Red Button is a Guppy production for Colne Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience.
8: Helium is the second most abundant element in the known universe. That anybody on the radio station's premises, or anybody going about coal radio business, must not, under any circumstances, inhale helium. So, there you go. Thank you very much.